Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. I believe God has a word for us today. Anybody ready for that? Last week, we started this series called Roar, and I believe that God did something last week in everybody's heart. Um, Last week, we were flooding this altar with repentance, um, and it wasn't just for um, ourselves, but it was for our nation. It was for our city. It was for our communities. It was for our families. It was for our friends. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where I believe those words that came like last week, nobody can leave being untouched by that. Because there's not anything in our life that the Lord does not want us to repent from. And I believe that by what happened last week and the sermons that pastor have been preaching about intercession and prayer, all those sermons and all those scriptures lead up to one big thing called revival. I don't know if you're excited about that or not, but when you begin to hear the house, it begins to communicate about, come on, it's time to pray and come on, we need to intercede and come on, we need to fast. Uh Oh, that was a bad, that was a bad word. That was the F word. I'm sorry. We need to fast and we need to push the plate aside and we need to turn off the TV and all of those things are ingredients for revival to do something phenomenal in our city. Talked about roar. We're talking about if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I forgive sin and I'll heal the land. And I believe that we have his attention. I believe that we have the attention of King Jesus. Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you right now for every person that's in this room, for every person that's watching. I pray right now, Father, that you would send a fresh word, not a word from last week, not a a microwavable word, but a fresh word word that will ignite our hearts and set us on fire like we've never been set on fire before. Father, I thank you that you will unhinge us this morning, that you would take us from normal to abnormal, that you would take us from comfortable to uncomfortable, that you would take us from sedate to extreme praise, that Father, you're getting ready to do a new thing in this place. And we give this meeting back to you in Jesus' name. Let everyone say, amen. I want to tell you a couple stories. I love telling stories and Um, It's no sequence to these stories, but I believe that these stories are stories of faith. I believe that when you hear stories of faith, then your faith begin to rise. The Bible says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I can remember being in a shopping mall um, because I like to do that. The Lord speaks to me in the shopping mall. Come on, somebody. It's anointing somewhere in the shopping mall. So I'm in the shopping mall, and it's somewhere between Forever 21 and H&M. Come on, somebody, right there. And and, and so this gentleman, he was was a, a Mexican, and... He, you could tell he had a, uh, his stomach, but you can tell it wasn't because he was eating. You can tell that there was something wrong. And I live by this thing called the 10-second rule. Everybody say 10 seconds. From t- I give myself 10 seconds from the time the Lord tells me to do something until I actually do it. Right? It's like a countdown that goes on in my mind. Like if I'm in a grocery store and the Lord goes to me, tells me, hey, go tell that guy that I have a plan for him and I love him. It's 10-second clock starts. It's like, what if it doesn't receive it? What if it doesn't work? What if I miss the wrong person? What if he calls the police? I go to jail. It's not going to be good. So this whole conversation goes down in 10 seconds. So I'm in the mall. I'm sitting, minding my business, and this 10-second clock goes off. I'm like, Lord, what if, I, what if I have to pray for him? What if it doesn't work? I don't know what's wrong with him. What if there's nothing wrong with him? What if I completely miss you in the shopping mall? There's too many people here. I'm going to be embarrassed, but by the time I got to four, I was already up and walking, okay? So I'm in the shopping mall, and this guy, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, man, my stomach. And I'm like, what's wrong with your stomach? He says, I have a tumor in my stomach. I'm like, oh, no. This is not good. I said, God, how come it could not have been a headache, right? 
or a shoulder or a hangnail, right? You would have to choose a, a tumor in the stomach, in the shopping mall, in the age of the cell phone. Come on, somebody. So I said, okay, do you mind me praying for your stomach? To make matters worse, he says, absolutely, you can pray for my stomach. The guy takes his shirt and lifts it above his head. No, 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 you don't really feel my pain at this point. You don't really know exactly what's going through my mind. The 10 second clock is out the window. I just want to bail and I want to run and I just really want to rub his stomach and just keep going. That couldn't work. So I said, okay, Lord, I'm all the way out here. There's no going back from here. The guy's standing in the mall with his shirt up. He's 5'5", five, five. I'm 6'7". It's a whole lot of things that could be happening in the mind of people. So I can't leave the guy. So I just pray it. And I use the only name that works. It's only one name that really works. Right? I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what your challenges are, but there's only one name that really works. So I said the name above every name. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you heal. He throws up a tumor on the floor between H&M and Forever 21. Now, I'm not saying that to impress you, but I'm saying it to impress upon you that it had nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. But he's looking for someone to say, hey, here's my hands. Can you use it? You know, it's one thing to just come to church, but it's another thing to be the church. It's, I know it's early and I know I'm talking early right now, but I'm just I just don't want to read the Bible as if the Bible was a history book. Things he used to do, things he used to perform, miracles he used to do. But I promise you, the Bible says, greater work shall ye do. Here's the question. Are you ready? Are you ready to be inconvenienced by the glorious gospel? How beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel in your shopping mall, in your doctor's office, in Family Dollar, in Crate and Barrel, in Home Goods. Come on, somebody, give it up for Home Goods. Wherever you are. He wants to inconvenience you for the kingdom. But here's the question. Are you willing to be inconvenienced? I want to touch this. The topic of today is called now is the time. I want you to say that now is the time. Now I need you to say it like you believe it. Now is the time. He's just not giving us our roar back after we repented. He's giving power back to the church. I don't know if you're excited about that. He's giving power back to the church. The only way that we can absolutely walk in his power that we decrease so that he can increase. So that means he has to completely fill us up. I mean, to the brim and not just for our own selves, but he needs to fill us up so much that it runs over into other people's lives. I want to jump into Isaiah 60, 61 with Isaiah chapter 60. I'm sorry. Real quick, they don't have this scripture, you don't have to worry about it, but we'll go to 61, but I just want to read this to you. Isaiah 60 says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, the darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over the nations. will come to your light, and the king to your brightness of your dawn. Can I tell you, we're living in a dark time. I don't know what else you're looking for to cover this earth, but we're in a bad, dark time. Politics are rule, the ruling of the day. We've, got, we've gotten quiet. We've lost our voice, but I believe last week God has strengthened us to get our voices back. But I'm telling you, we can no longer stand by and just let everything happen under our watch. 
We can no longer just step by and pray later. Prayer is the first response, not the last one. You hear me? I said it last week. Prayer is the first response, not the last one. So God is saying, listen, I'm getting ready to shine my light over a dark world. But guess what? He needs people to hold the light up. Will you hold your light up in the darkness, in the darkest hour of our nation? Would you, will you hold our light up when abortion is happening? Will you stand up? Listen, it's not just something to pray about it in private. Now you got to talk about it in public. <laughs> will you talk about, I disagree with, the, with abortion? Would you say it out loud? Will you scream it to the mountaintops that I do not agree with killing babies? Do you not, would you say it to the mountaintops that I do not agree with police killing people or people killing police? Will you scream it from the mountaintop? I guess I hear, here's the thing. This is what my challenge are. You, you say it in private, but you're scared to lose friends over your own conviction. I'm coming down your road this morning. You're afraid to say what you truly believe because you don't want the people around you to exclude you. But we're called to be set apart. Come from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. Here, now is the time. Now is the time for the glory of God to be revealed on our lives. Isaiah 61. If you know that this is the time, this scripture is going to let you know. Now is the time. You're saying, how can I do this? How can I be empowered? I have to condense this, 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 this series. It's pretty much like a four-week series. But I wanna, last week, I talked about repentance, this roar. Repentance. Um, 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 overflow uh, and, and, and uh, anointing and revival, right? Today we're talking about the anointing, overflow, and the revival all in one, okay? Today I believe he's going to touch us in a way, if you allow him to, that you won't even be recognizable. How do I know this? I told this story in student ministry, and I'll tell you. I can remember I went to a conference I don't know if I told him here. And I, and I always told the Lord, God, I, whatever you, however you touch me, I'm cool. I just don't want to shake. I'm serious. I'm like, I'm six, seven. It don't look right. I just want to be touched. I don't mind, I don't mind falling. I'll roll. <laughs> I'll give a run if you want me to, but don't let me shake. So I went to this conference and I was pretty confident that I was not going to shake. And you have to be careful about what you tell the Lord that you won't do. That's why I say, Lord, if I retire, I don't, I don't want to retire in Hawaii. I just, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know if you're watching online. He says, I don't want to retire in Hawaii. So I got to this conference. This was about three years ago. Okay, I'm 40 years old. This was about three years ago. I got to this conference and the power of God was so tangible in this meeting. And my legs started to kind of bounce. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I don't want that. <laughs> So they called for this line. They said, get in the line. It was about 100 people in the line. I had to be the 100th person. So if you're watching on a jumbotron from the line, you're trying to prepare yourself for what's up there. Okay? I don't know about you, but I'm not fully in the spirit all the time. Come on, somebody. I'm looking. I'm like, hold on, I receive. They just, they just fall? Did they just flip over the chair? I don't know if I want to do that. But it's like Chick-fil-A line. Sometimes you get so far up that there's no way out. You can't go backwards. You can't go around. You just got to finish. So I'm in this line, I'm like number 80 at this point, and I see people just, oh, shaking. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, God, please. And I'm like number 40 in the line, and 
it's more intense, right? I'm getting closer and closer. So I gotta be like number eight. And at this point, I'm on the screen. At this point, I have reached the jumbotron, okay? I move closer and closer, and in my mind, I'm like, please, Lord, don't let me shake. Please, Lord, don't let me shake. Please, I don't want to, I want, to touch, I want you to touch me, but I don't want to shake. Because you have to lose control of yourself. This is not for everybody to say, everybody in this room is going to shake today. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that however the Lord chooses to touch you, you let him touch you because he's touching you for the assignment that he's called you to. So I'm eight in the line, and I'm like, oh, please don't let me shake, please. I don't want to shake. 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 And I said it so fast, I felt like I was speaking in songs. I was like, I don't want to shake. 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 So I'm number seven and number six, and all of a sudden, I'm number one. And my hand is start doing this thing. And I'm like, oh, no. This is not good. People are watching. I know this is going to end up very embarrassing. So this guy's name is Todd White. And I'm standing there, I'm six, seven. This guy, you know, if you've seen Todd White as dressed like he's probably five, eight, five, seven or so. And he literally, I felt like he jumped off the stage and like dunked on me. That's how I felt. And he touched me. And before I was like, ah, but all the time I was shaking, I was like, what is going on? Like I was just getting tased. But can I tell you something? When I came to, I mean, the power of God was like electricity flowing through my body. And I've seen so many miracles from that point. When I went home, miracles, all grocery stores, gas stations, practices. Can I tell you, the Lord is wanting to touch us in a way that he's equipping us for the ministry that he has before us. But here's the question. Are you willing to look crazy? I don't get too many amens on that. Online, maybe you talk louder to me. Are you willing to look crazy and be the foolish of them all for the glorious gospel? Isaiah 61, here it is. For the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He's anointing us. Anointing is him on us. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness from the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all those who mourn in Zion and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness and planting of the Lord for display of his splendor. I'm telling you, he's anointing us so that they can become all that they've called to be. Who is they? The unbeliever. Who is he anointing? Us. So that they can be called oaks of righteousness. You have to read on. The Bible says, then they will begin to rebuild ancient ruins. Then they will be rebuilt desolate cities. God is anointing you so you can touch the prostitute so she can grow and be called all that God has called her to be. Who's going to go to the drug dealer? Oh, so maybe we think they're just going to walk into church. Maybe. Maybe we think that the crack addict would just walk into church and have one of those come to Jesus moments. Can I tell you something? We have to go where they are. It's making you uncomfortable. I get it. I get it. That means we have to come out of our four walls. Do you think that this is the only reason we come to church to hear an amazing sermon by Pastor Steve or myself or whoever and go home and go back to normal? You've missed it. Come on. 
Shame on you for hoarding the glory of God. We have become obese. And we just keep eating and keep eating and keep eating and we have given away nothing. So our morning experiences are a lot like this. His plan for us is to be full, to look like something, but our Sunday morning experience, I hope you can see this, when he begins to fill us up, we don't even have the capacity to hold all that he wants to do because there's so many holes. By the time we get on the parking lot, we're empty. <laughs> By the time you get to work, you have nothing to give the people that you're supposed to give to. You see? By the time you get to your school, by the time so you get to your unsaved loved ones, the glory of God touched you on Sunday. But by Sunday afternoon, nothing to give. <laughs> and then we keep running back to Sunday morning as if that is the point. Listen to me. Jesus is the point. His goal for us is that he will fill us up so much that we'll begin to overflow, hear me, listen to this, that we'll begin to overflow to everyone around us, and the goal is not for us to be empty, the goal is for us to stay full. But all of us, are we in places like this? There's nothing here. Which one are you? You can't escape these two categories. Which one are you? It's not okay to just be like this. We have to run over. You hear the song, fill me up, God. Fill me up until I overflow. I want to run over. Outpour. God gives us our voice back so we can receive an anointing and an experience from God. If you go to Acts, come on, we're going to Acts. We're going to Acts. Chapter 1. In chapter 1, you're talking about the ascension of Jesus. He's ascended at this point, right? And in verse 10, it's so funny. It says they were looking up intently into the sky to see what was going on. When suddenly two men with white and white stood beside them, men of Galilee, and they said, why are you just standing there? Can you imagine? Jesus has gone on there like, what? Jesus, you done left us. You done left us down here on this earth with this COVID, this COVID-19. I can't fly, I can't travel, I gotta, I'm tired of wearing a mask. I'm so frustrated when I go to the grocery store. Don't you just agree that the walk back from your grocery store to the car is the most frustrating because you forgot your mask? Am I by myself? <laughs> I hate so frustrated. It's like, you get all the way to the store and you're like, oh my goodness. I, a couple times I've just gone home. I just left. I just didn't want to go anymore. But the, you, you left us here. And they said, don't, don't be dismayed. The same way he left is the same here. He's going to return. And if you go to Acts chapter 2, here, I'm sorry, go back to Acts chapter 1 in verse 14. Um, it says, they all joined together constantly in prayer here. If you didn't know, on Monday nights, we're going into prayer. Listen, on Monday nights at 7 o'clock, we're on our face, buried, buried here in the dirt, in the ground, going after heaven. 
you don't sound excited here. I'm not, I'm not looking for that. I'm just telling you that the what precedes revival is born out of prayer. It's born out of intercession. It's born out of repentance. And we're going to lay here and cry out until the heaven opens up and the glory of God begins to come in this place like it's never come before. But here's my question. Are you ready and do you understand that now is the time for the sons and the daughters to be revealed? Monday nights, we're going to labor here. If Pastor Steve and I, if myself or whoever, if we're by ourselves, we're going after heaven. You can stay home on your bed of ease if you want to, but you can't cry when the devil is knocking you upside your head because he will. But we have to learn how to pray. We have to learn to contend. We have to learn how to fight. Listen, we're fighting a fight that we don't even know about. We have to fight things that we cannot see and you can't do that in the natural. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Can I tell you something? You can't fight the devil with your fists. I believe that every seat in this room will be filled. I believe that every student room will be too small to house what God will do. I believe that we have more young adults in space. I believe that we have more opportunities to serve. It's just it's too crazy. We, have, we, we just have so many people. We need to create more opportunities for people to serve. Are you dreaming? Can you see? Can you see? It says they all join together constantly. Everybody say constantly. Constantly in prayer. Here it is. This is what I want to say in this house. Verse 15. This is what it says. In those days, Peter stood up. Among the believers, a group numbering about 120, this is chapter 1, verse 14. They don't have the scripture, but I just grabbed it today, verse 15. And he said, brothers, this is Peter addressing them, the scripture had to be fulfilled with the Holy Spirit, spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. Can I tell you something? Please listen to me. If you've been here a while, I'm the new guy. So I think I can say this. If you've been here a, new, a long time, if you've been here a part of all the transitions of the church, can I tell you something? The same way Peter stood up and told them, it had to happen. It had to be fulfilled. It had to go through what it went through. It had to be processed. They had to leave. They had to split. We had to break. We had to start over. We had to go from the bottom. Can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit already knew that it had to happen. Listen, you're not getting excited because I feel the anointing of God right now. It had to happen. They had to leave. They had to betray you. You had to be fired. You had to get the divorce. It had to happen. But God, here's the thing. Judas had to do what he did. Why? Here's what I'll tell you. Notice that Jesus never rebuked Judas. Stay with me. When Judas was going to betray Jesus, Jesus said, Judas, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Remember when Peter? He said, get behind me, Satan. Don't confuse what the enemy is doing as in not advancing the kingdom. He said, Judas, hurry up because if you don't betray me, we can't move forward. 
Catch the revelation. He said, Judas, if you don't go sell me out for a bag, if you don't go do, if you don't lie on me, if you don't go spread rumors about me, if you don't cause trouble at my job, if you don't cause trouble in the church, if you're not gossiping, the kingdom at some point cannot move forward. Peter said, guys, it was already prophesied. At this point, they were, can you just imagine, put yourself in the text that they were praying, but he stood up because I'm sure there was frustration in the house. You have to put yourself in the scripture because I'm sure he stood up. He would just never stood up and say that. It had to happen. He said, hey, guys, listen, I know you're frustrated. I know right now it's hard to pray. We just call prayer on Mondays. I know you said we used to pray all the time, but it stopped. We used to do this all the time. The worst words you can say, it's always been this way. It's always been that way. But the Bible says, behold, I'm getting ready to do a a new thing. He says, Judas had to do what he did. Here's the thing. In chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, you, you, you see the recipe. They constantly prayed. Here it is. The scholars say, some people say that the Pentecost and that upper room experience was not just one day. It was 10 days. Hear me. It was 10 days of bombarding the throne of heaven. It was 10 days of joining in with the elders singing, holy, holy, holy. It was 10 days of bombarding heaven on behalf of Tallahassee. It was 10 days of bombarding heaven of, of all nations. It, was, it takes time to see the fruit of what God wants to do. But here it is. Do you have 10 days in you? Jesus said, you couldn't even pray with me for an hour. I love the silence because that lets me know you're thinking, you're hearing me. If you're online, I'm asking you, do you have the capacity to stick it out with God? Do you have the capacity to contend and wrestle with God until he changes your name, until he changes the trajectory of your life? Do you have time to do business with God? Can I tell you, now is the time. We are on the precipice of something that we've never seen, that the Bible has not even written about. We are on the cusp of seeing a breakthrough by, because of the glory of God that the world has not even seen or the Bible has not even written or no book can read can tell us how to navigate through this next season. But he's saying, do you have the time to contend for what I want to do on this earth? Are you this person who's overflowing? Are you this person you got holes in you and you just empty out all the time? Can I tell you? He wants us to have an upper room experience. He wants to fill us up so much, church, that we're leaking everywhere we go. Everywhere you go. Can you imagine that? Everywhere you go, you're leaving puddles everywhere. You're in the gas station, you're just leaving puddles. Oh, there must have been another Christian from all nations. There must have been another, oh, you're in the soccer field. Oh, he's leaking again. Oh, he's praying for somebody again. Oh, she's touching somebody again. Oh, she's prophesying again. Can I tell you something? Either you believe in the whole Bible or don't believe it at all. He said, when you lay hands on the sick, they might recover. It's a possibility if you lay hands on them correctly, they will recover. No, if you lay hands on the sick, he says, you will, you shall, you're going to recover. Do you believe in prophesying, words of knowledge? This is how God wants to use us. I know, I understand that we've seen it done weirdly. We've seen the gifts operate in a weird way. So now we, people are weird. Now we just say the Holy Spirit's weird. People are just goofy. Now we're like, oh, look at them. They're goofy. So the Holy Spirit must be goofy. No, he's not. 
He's really real. I've seen time and time again the Holy Spirit perform miracles in nameless faces. He just uses people that say yes to him. But the question is, are you ready? (laughs) I don't know if you're ready. Because if you are truly ready, that means you have to abandon your own identity. Who you think you are. Who you've made yourself to be. Are you willing to do exactly what he has called you to do so that we can hit those 10 days and when we're praying on Monday nights? Can you imagine the thickness of an anointing that will be in this house every single Monday that will touch Tuesday and will touch Wednesday and every Monday we'll begin to grow and grow in our prayer and our utterances to the Lord that the spirit of revival will break out of this room and we'll be surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses and everybody will start cheering us on. Now is the time. But we talked about this last week. Are you one of those people who said, well, he don't really take all that. Why do I have to prophesy? You don't have to. I can tell you this much. For some Christians, the only time you'll meet Jesus is when you go to heaven. Listen to me. Watching online. The only time you'll meet him is when you get there. I don't want to just meet him when I get there. I want to meet him right now. I want to meet him here. I want to meet him in my prayer time. I want to know his voice. I want to know when he touches me. I want to know when he nudges me. I want to know when he's talking to me. I want to know when he's urging me. I want to know when he's tapping me. I want to know his voice. I want to know his person. I want to know his power. I want to know his glory. I want to know his glory. I want to know his glory. I want to know his power. The question is, are you ready? Or are you just satisfied with just doing Sunday after Sunday after Sunday? I just want to drop this in PSA if you if you're watching online or if you're listening in the house is that you don't do God a favor when you come to church if I had a microphone I'll just (laughs) you don't do him a favor can I tell you he's anticipating your presence here in this room can you tell every time we leave he's like I just can't wait till they come back but they don't come back. He's ready to move. He's ready to touch. He's ready to explode. He's ready to uncover. He's ready to release giftings and callings and purpose and destiny. And he's here waiting for us every week. He's like, but they just only come every now and again. Or they're online that they don't want COVID. You can get COVID in your house. Can y'all zoom in right on my face? You, you can get COVID in your house. In your car, I don't care what you're doing. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. But I tell you what, I'd rather be in the house of God than get COVID in it than I will be trying to run from it and still get it. I don't know what somebody talking to me. You can social distance and listen, listen hear my heart. I, I'm, I'm not being insensitive because I have literally five or six people in my family right now and they're watching who have it. But guess what? They were in the house. I don't know. Get away from me. Don't get too close. Jesus was touching the lepers. Well, that was Jesus. <laughs> I can hear you. I'll pick you up in the spirit. That was Jesus. Jesus did that. I'm not Jesus. He says, no, 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 you're not him. But he says, greater works for you. 
So every excuse you have, he has a remedy. He has an answer for you. He said, I don't do all that. I don't praise like that. I don't have to do all that. And he, then David said, if you listen, honey, I'll become more undignified than I am now. You think this is a praise? No, you ain't seen nothing yet. You think this is a praise? You think this is all I got? No, 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 no. Watch when midnight happened or watch when the Lord delivers me out of drugs or watch when the Lord delivers me out of watching porn or watch when the Lord delivers me out of a, a failed marriage and a failed institution and God brought me back and he set me back on the mountain again. Watch how I praise then. But are you ready? I'm not asking you to say, yeah, I'm ready. Because some of you might be lying when you say But I'm telling you, in order for Acts to happen, in order for Isaiah 61, he says, he's telling you this. For the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. He's not saying go do all these things or become all this apart from me. He says, for the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. That's the anointing. God, he's on you. To empower you to do things you could not do in your own strength. Let me ask you this question. How many want to do things for God that they didn't even imagine that they can do? Raise your hand. Hmm. How many believe that people right now can still be healed? Raise your hand. How many believe that people can still prophesy and be getting words of knowledge? Raise your hand. How many people in this room say, I still believe in dreams from heaven? Amen. Dreams are a language of heaven. How many people believe that? Here's the next question. Do you believe that you are the people? <laughs> Fewer hands. <laughs> Do you believe that you are one of those people? That you can lay hands on the sick? That you can prophesy and not be weird? But he says, in order for you to do that, I have to be on you. There has to be an anointing on you. So there has to be a repentance that hits. There has to be an outpour that takes place because of the repentance. Then after the outpour, there's an anointing that comes during the outpour because the outpour is for the body. And he anoints us like Isaiah 61 to go out for them. Can I tell you that repentance will be the pillars that revival will stand on from this age forward? But are you ready? Because, listen, now is the time. Judas had to do what he did so we can be where we are. What if Judas never would have gone? We wouldn't be doing this now. What if, what if he didn't go? What if they didn't betray you? Would you be as strong as you are now? I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit wants to mess you. Listen, if you're online, there's no distance in prayer, but next time be here. The Holy Spirit wants to tase you to life. Which one? Are you this one or are you this one? Because if you're this one, he has to be able to pour into you and trust that you're going to keep, that the reservoir, reservoir will keep going. Here's my question. How many people want to be touched by the Holy Spirit? Come on. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. 
I need you to make sure that you know what you're saying yes to. That your life will no longer be your own anymore. That where he tells you to go, you'll go. That what he tells you to do, you'll do. That who he tells you to talk to, you'll talk to. Who he tells you you need to forgive, stay right there. I don't, I, don't, I don't want that part. I want all of that other good stuff, but I don't want to forgive. You don't know what they did to me. No, no, no. no. They had to do it. They had to do what they did. The Holy Spirit wants to mark us by way of his glory today. Listen, because Monday after Monday, believe what I word is the prophetic word of the Lord, that the power of God is going to be so strong in this room because things are going to be born out of prayer. I'm talking about from government. Listen, I'm not just talking about in the White House. I'm talking about right here in Tallahassee. Come on. Yeah. Can I tell you? I don't know who's watching. I don't know if governor or whoever, and mayors, or, but we're going after the head of it. Come on. We're going after the head, whatever that is, but you can't do it like this. You got to do it like this. You want your loved ones to be saved? You got to get here. Come on. <laughs> you want your financial situation to change? You got to get here. You want your daughter, you want your son to line up with the word of God, you got to get on your knees. You got to begin to pray. You got to begin to tarry. You got to begin to get on the threshing floor and begin to pray to God of heaven and say, Lord, if you don't do it, it won't be done, but I'll stay here till you do. He wants to touch you. And that God that got threw up that tumor, he wants to use your hands to do the same stuff. Some of you in here are sick. And you've just said, well, this is just the way it is. This is God's will. Can I tell you? That's not God's will. You can be healed. You can be free. You can be set free. I'm talking about the addiction. It can be broken off of your life, but you got to say, yes, I'm ready. Yes, I want it. Yes, I'm hungry. Yes, I'm thirsty. And I want to be filled to the brim to overflow. How many people want to be filled to overflow? Raise your hand. Keep those hands up. Keep, keep those hands up. You want to be filled to the brim until you overflow. Where's Tom? I need, I feel the glory of God in him. He wants you to be filled to the brim. I feel the spirit of God. He's touching some of you right now. And you're like, man, I don't know. That's a lot. There's a lot going on. I'm saying this is the spirit of God. He's touching your heart. He wants your hands to drip with the fire of the Holy Spirit. He wants your lips to be on fire like he did Jeremiah. So the only thing you talk about is Jesus. Everything that comes from you is Jesus. He wants your feet to be on fire. I'm saying, are you ready to really be unglued? <laughs> because that's what's getting ready to happen. He's going to unglue you from all that you've known, and he's going to take you to a place you've never seen before. Stand on your feet all over this room. If you're, those that have your hands up, I feel the grace of God in this room. We've repented. We've set the stage for him to come in and just begin to overflow. And right now, I just want Tom, if you can just give me some pads right now. I just, I just feel the grace of God in this room for people to be touched by the Spirit of God. If you're online right now, if you're sick in your body or whatever, if you're a Christian, you said, I just, I, I'm ready for more. I'm tired of living a life. I'm tired of the enemy just running all over me. I'm tired of just being a subpar Christian. I want it all. Now is the time. Now is the time. 
in order for you to do the greater works, the spirit of the sovereign Lord has to on you. And then the Holy Spirit will be in you. And you will be a fire-breathing, Holy Ghost field. I want to pray for, every, for, for whoever wants to come up here. I want to pray for you. And if you would, I want to, if you can just stretch out in the front part. I don't want you to get too close to the steps because I, I want to pray. Because I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give an impartation like we've never seen before. If you're only if you're hungry, only, only if you're thirsty, and only if you are. for the hungry says blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God other translations say blessed are the spiritual beggar for there is the realm where God lives the more I beg the more I have of him <laughs> the more I beg him the more I live where he is all eyes closed and just go after him on your own just if you're watching online, I know it's like, I wish I could be there. No, there's no distance in this thing. He's in your house. He's in your room. He's in your car with you. He's right where you are. And he wants to visit you in a way he's never visited you before. But are you ready? Here, just lift up your hands all over this. Because we're going after something in a way that's so undignified. <laughs> A sound is rising out of this house. A sign is a sound is rising out of here. Now, this is time. Now, 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 now. They were all in one place, one mind, one spirit. How bad do you want it? <laughs> Allow him to break through the religion. Allow through the fear and say Holy Spirit if you're real consume me with your Holy Spirit he said there's one baptism but there are many feelings today Lord <laughs> yeah if you're watching online touch and agree we're praying we're here with you lift your hands in your home in your car, wherever you are, not if you're driving, but wherever you are, if you're in a safe place, just begin to lift your hands and I declare the glory of God will visit you. I declare that that habit that you could not break is beginning to break. I declare right now that that relationship that is that's tethered, that God will begin to put it back together. You'll begin to restore everything that the enemy has taken away. But I pray that the only way now is that we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now, Jesus. More. 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 This series is called Roar. He's giving us our voice back. And if you got a voice in you and you got a hunger and you say, Jesus, I can't do this alone. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want more of you. Call on Jesus. 
Father. Cry out to your king. Father, I pray right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I feel the glory of God. Lift your hands. Father, I pray right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. That you fill us fresh right now. That you fill us now. That you fill us now. You're releasing callings. You're releasing giftings. You're releasing burdens. God, give us. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Come on, keep going after him. If you're online, go after him. Go after him. Go after him. Listen, we're going to do this thing until something cracks. I feel the glory of God creeping in this room. Go after Jesus right now. Yeah. Father, I pray that the fire of God will begin to fall right now in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and receive that. Father, I pray right now that the fire of the Holy Spirit begins to drop in ways that you've never all the insecurities uh-huh all the rejection Holy Spirit that you baptize us right now in Jesus name fresh anointing every habit be broken in Jesus name fire of the Holy Spirit yeah fire of the Holy Spirit touch in Jesus name in Jesus name more more yeah, more right now in Jesus' name. This is not a spectator sport. We gathered here today under one name. Jesus, touch right now in Jesus' name. You made it to the end of the message, and now what? Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.